0: Hi guys, it's Megan Whitmer and this is Amanda Gardner and this is The Creative Oracle, life advice for creative types. Hey, Amanda. Hey there. Hey there.
1: Oh, good morning. How are you?
0: I am great. Um, I I bought some new tea that I'm really excited about. Um it's Earl
1: gray with lavender and
0: it just makes everything better.
1: Oh my gosh. I love, um, like, a, a what's it called? A London fog where it's Earl gray. Yes. I mean, with some vanilla and oh my gosh. And any coffee with lavender and it makes me happy or tea, lavender.
0: Yes. Makes yeah. me super happy. My brother's ice cream.
1: London fog is outstanding.
0: Oh he does. Yeah, he does. Um, it's basically an Earl gray and vanilla ice cream with, um, uh lavender infused marshmallows and it's like
1: what i don't think i realized that that was the lavender part um the marshmallows like that fascinates me yeah i was I, like like uh, my mind
0: was pretty blown when i heard about it and then when i tasted it but yeah this tea is um it's really nice because i feel like earl gray is soothing but it's it's kind of like energizing at the same time because I didn't know this, but bergamot is citrus and I did not know that like it's a citrus fruit from Italy. And, um, but the lavender adds that like little, like calming bit. So it's kind of like awake, but not like jittery
1: awake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, my friend Andrew, who I work with in my food job, he is I know he's
0: listening
1: I know he's listening he's like (laughs) he's sure to listen every week and it makes me so happy but he um heard us talking about that a few episodes ago and he was like I'm gonna try to make it and I'm like oh my god please do (laughs) so Andrew take note it's the lavender and the marshmallows (laughs) pay attention oh yeah I didn't realize I had talked
0: about that ice cream before. I must sound like an absolute animal when it comes to no, ice cream. It's <laughs> it's London Fog ice cream. Amanda's I mean right. this is okay. Like Let's it's talk worth about it. talking about a second time. It is. It is. Okay. All right, good. Um so how have you been this week? How has the card
1: sort of shown up for you or um the whole thing of like cutting off the things that you know are not good for you, um, in any number of ways is really front of my mind right now. And yeah. I feel like that's probably going to be the case for a while. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, sometimes the messages we get from these cards are like, you know, they're right, but that doesn't make it easy. You know? Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> but it's like, I trust what they have to say. Like I trust the idea that um, some, some whatever you believe in someone out there is loving you and watching out for you and guiding you. And I keep reminding myself that like, yep, this stuff's important. Even if I don't necessarily like what it has to say, or if it's hard, it's not always easy, but I do understand that it's correct. You know, that it's the right thing to do.
0: Right. Right. And you know, so the way I've sort of internalized that card um, is that I act on the things that I do know are under my control, but I surrender the things that are not. You know what I mean? And so that mm-hmm. card was a lot about like just surrender, like let it happen. It's going to be taken care of. And I think that – so the perspective of um, we can only control our reactions to things mm-hmm. and not the world around us, I think that's been internalized even more. Like I can make change. Right. I I have a sphere of influence, but outside that sphere of influence, that's as far as it goes. So yes, make all the calls you can say as much as you can do as much as you can, but understand that your reaction to things is also really important and, and sort of do what you can and allow the rest to
1: happen. Yeah, I also think that's important to remember because when we are um, thinking about how, like, there's so many things that we don't have any direct control over and we can only have impact in our little sphere. Yeah. Um, It's important to remember that so that you don't get disheartened. Right. Because it's like, no, we're not seeing like, maybe we're not seeing the big world change we want right now, Yeah, but we can change what's immediately around us and keep working on that and hoping that your influence on the people around you will encourage them to have an influence on the people around them. And it's a slow movement, but it's a movement.
0: Right. Right. Um, so one of the ways this sort of plays out in my life, that's, that's sort of unrelated to the situation right now is I don't eat meat mm-hmm. and I don't eat meat for a variety of reasons. And I'm not a preachy type about it, but I, I don't eat meat for health reasons. I don't eat meat, uh, for environmental reasons. That's kind of like my, my number two and, and, and also, um, you know, humane stuff. And, mm-hmm. but I get, I do not, force this upon my kids but my kids see my opinions my kids think about it on their own I let them make their own decisions and there have been many times where they're like you know what um I don't really want to eat meat right now it doesn't feel right and Mm -hmm. and, you know my kids are only nine eleven three and four um the little ones definitely don't even talk about it but the big ones are like you know I really my one of my sons was saying like I really love ducks and ducks are like chickens, and I'm not sure I'm comfortable eating chicken right now. And I said, okay, that's your choice. Um, if you ever want to talk more about it, that's fine. If you ever want to learn more about it, but I sort of like set the example and sort of hold the energy of like this is this is important to me. And like I said, I don't force it on them, but they sort of get the the, the gist.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great, and that's such a good example.
0: Um, so
1: what deck are you using today? Okay, I'm going to pull from a tarot card, a tarot deck today, and it's a deck that I haven't used on the podcast yet. No way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I did not wow. know that you got a new deck. Like,
0: why <laughs> didn't you immediately text me about this? Well, like... I've actually,
1: I got it. I won it in a giveaway on Instagram. No way. Um, a while ago, a few weeks ago. No, probably a few months ago. I don't know. Time. What <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. time. Who but I've knows? talked about my friend Brittany before. Um, she's at Lion Hive. I think it's Lion Hive with an underscore at the end. Um, yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. one of my favorite magical people. Yeah. And yeah. so she did a giveaway and I won this deck and I love it so much. It's called the Antique Anatomy Tarot by Claire Goodchild. Oh my God, I don't know anything about this. It's really cool. It's um The, the suits in it are different from my other decks. Like, let me okay. see if I can find... Um, just a list. Cause right now my whole brain has stopped where I can't even tell you what the suit, what are the suits normally in a tarot deck? So wands, cups, swords, yeah. and pentacles.
0: Sometimes okay, so pentacles are called coins uh, in, in, in some decks
1: in this, in this um thing, in this deck, <laughs> the, the suits are the elixirs, the rods, where are they at? I'm just doing this by memory. Cause I literally can't, find it in the book right now yeah the elixirs the rods the coins and the blades oh okay that's pretty clear what's what yeah yeah so you can pretty much tell like what goes with what um and it's it's really floral and the whole antique part has um like there's a lot of just like skeletons and like it's like this mix of like the pretty florals with kind of darkness of like i don't know i just really love the deck (laughs) it's like i love looking at the artwork yeah, I can't really wait cool.
0: to like look up the images of it.
1: I let's let's do this. Let's I'll dive post in. i on my Instagram. Okay. So yeah, as always, um, <clears throat> I shuffle through the cards and then I ask, you know, what is what's one card we can pull right now that tells us like one thing that we really all need to hear at the moment? <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> this is one of the major cards. Um, oh, yay! And it is the Judgment card. Oh wow. Yeah, which is <clears throat> hilarious given everything that we've been talking about for the past few episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um. Okay. So, do you, since you know more about tarot, yeah, as far as majors versus minors, like, do you want to just for anybody who has no idea what those cards are, um, like the major cards are are kind of like big overarching themes. Yes. And if you ever do a tarot reading. And there's one of the major cards, which it's not a suit. It's not like the two of wands or whatever. It's just one card. It's not suited. And if you ever pull one, it kind of gives you a whole, um, what's the word? Like it it impacts it's, the th- whole It's more thematic. It's yeah. more thematic. It's
0: yeah. um it's less granular. Like I I feel like the the minor arcana are the granular, ultra specific cards. Like if you ask it a question about a job, it'll like tell you about employer. Like it'll be really, really clear. Um, but the major arcana I find are much more thematic and not in the and big picture. They're big picture, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think for pulling, if we're doing like a one card pull, like I just did, getting a major card is a great,
0: (laughs) it really helps. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we're not asking an ultra specific question. So um, I think that that's great. Can you describe the card to me? I kind of want to picture it.
1: Okay. So it has an an open coffin with Mm -hmm. a skeleton standing. He's not laying inside it. He's basically standing in front of it. Oh, wow. Um, and it has these purple flowers around it, um, and it has something that's in Latin, but I don't know what the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will put a picture on my Instagram, which will make it easier, yeah. Easier for us, that's interesting
0: because it's not how I typically picture the Judgment
1: card. So um... I think a lot of the cards in this deck, and it's you know I have I guess is my third tarot deck maybe, and mm-hmm. I this one is different than the other two. And I, that's one of the reasons why I like it, because I feel like it kind of gives a different, it's the same, you know, a, a lot of the cards, they have the same general meanings, but the, right. the way they're shown and the way they're, the, they're discussed in the guidebook are just a little yeah. different. Okay, well, so let's cool. read right about what it says. <clears throat> the past is calling and it won't stop until you acknowledge it. Oh boy. Wow. <laughs> let's okay, get right on. into it. <laughs> Once, one more time for the folks in the back. <laughs> the past is calling and it's not going to stop. The Judgment card is all about acceptance and forgiveness. Wow. When you understand that some things can't be changed, you can finally move on to bigger and better things. This card wants you to stop wearing masks and to be your authentic and imperfect self. What makes you great is your resilience in the face of your toughest trials and your battle scars contain the map to your future. Rebirth is the process of reflecting on your choices and understanding how they led you to where you are now. You are about to be resurrected into the next version of yourself. Wow! Yeah. So it at the bottom. It just has keywords: rebirth, acceptance, purpose, awakening, and resurrection.
0: There's just so much. That's good. That's great. I think yeah. it's a great card.
1: I feel like I, think... it... Sorry. I was going to say I feel you like it kind of goes along with. Um, what I was saying at the beginning about last week's card um, and how even though when I know the cards are right, it doesn't mean that doing what they're telling me is easy. And mm. this card is kind of like saying like, yeah, this isn't easy, but you're going through this for a reason. And these battle scars right. are important. And the really important thing is to know that whatever you're going through right now, you're being your true authentic self. Um, Cause a lot of the times, if you haven't been that, when you start being that it's, it's, you know, it's disruptive to people around you who are used to you being sort of what they needed you to be. And so, you know, taking off the mask, being authentic, um, it's not always easy, but it's important.
0: The mask serves no one. No. You think it's so that you can fit in or blend in or find your people or whatever. But what it does is it detracts from the real people who would understand you and get you. And one of those people
1: is worth 10 of the other. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I have a really hard time. I feel like I am really good at picking up on it when I can tell someone isn't genuine. And I don't mean that in a, um, they're purposely being like shady or deceptive but someone who is just not comfortable with themselves. I, Mm -hmm. I, I am also deeply uncomfortable around them. Like I, and I get real weird and I know I do. And so that makes it worse (laughs) because I'm aware of like, Oh, I'm being so weird right now. But I just, it's like, if you don't know who you are, then I don't know who you are either. And I don't know how to interact with you. And it's real uncomfortable (laughs) for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, and there are a few people in my, like, world that i interact with who i have that problem that i'm just like and i feel bad for them like i'm just like your life is going to be so good whenever you get past whatever your hang-up is right now and you're able to just be who you want to be without fear because i always think it's just you know for something has taught you that you're not lovable the way you are and you have to fake it you have to be somebody else in order for people to love you and what i want to be like is like listen I'm going to love you. Just be you. like, just I'm going to, I'll be here for you and we'll be friends and I'll help you. But this thing that you're doing right now is, is weird. And I can't, I don't know how to even have a conversation with you.
0: I, this is like very personal for me. Like very, (laughs) Um, I was always like, just super different. Like my interests as a child were not the same interests as everybody else. Um, And I moved In fourth grade, which I think was like the hardest time to move, like right about before people were getting into middle school, etc. I mean, maybe like a couple of years span, but I just I feel like I was a person who just never found their tribe and just kept trying to adapt Like that was the worst strategy possible. Like trying to do what they do, trying to wear what they were trying to be interested in what they're interested. But like my true North was so clear and it just, so I just never fit in because like, I was always trying to not be the weirdo that I am. (laughs) No, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, And it's only when I realized like, no, I need to just be who I am. And like, if people don't like it, they are not my people, obviously. And so then, you know, once I started uh, being like, well, if you like me, then you like me. And if you don't, then, then we're probably not going to have great conversations. We're probably not going to laugh together, you know? And once that happened, everything fell into place. And I, like uh, like like wonderful people have flooded into my life since then and it was probably the best revelation i've ever made is that if i'm not like you're not for everyone like that's a card i pull all the time um you're not for everyone and and i honestly like at first i was like hey <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then um it was just this beautiful revelation of like yeah of course you're not for everyone like forcing a friendship i can't imagine anything worse yeah. like you like the best parts of friendship is that ease and that flow. And yeah, sometimes it takes time to develop that, that intimacy, but
1: you know, I think you, you know, when someone's your people. Yeah. And I think, um, I have a t-shirt that says I'm not for everyone and I love it so much. Oh my God. But But you're for me. I'm totally for you and you're for me. (laughs) Um, but that's the other thing is like, it's all about, and you know, I feel like, the underlying message of what Amanda and I are constantly telling you guys every week is to like love yourself. And that I think is where this comes from because there was a time, especially, I don't know, let's see, it's a, a teenage years and maybe just starting college where mm-hmm. I felt like if people like everyone had to like me and if they didn't like me, there was something wrong with me. And I needed to figure out like who, I needed to be for them is a super codependent thing. Very, very codependent. Yes. And so I'm not like that anymore. Um, I do get, if someone dislikes me, I'm kind of like, that's weird. Like, why would you not like (laughs) me? I'm great. So, but it's a different thing than automatically being like, oh, now I'm more like, oh, there's something wrong with you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than there's something wrong with me. But even that's not true. It's just the whole thing of like, Everybody I'm not for everybody. And also everybody's not for me. Like I don't need to have um, waste my time and energy on people who are not going to be good, solid friends in my life. I'm not a person who's ever needed like a huge, big circle of friends. And it's okay if I only have just a few who I'm super tight with um, because that's more meaningful to me. And also it keeps me from fl- sliding into any of those old patterns, I think of like right. worrying too much about what's going on with this person. Why are they suddenly not talking to me or, you know, what have I done? And then I have to remind myself like, no, whatever's going on, it's probably not about me. <laughs> like, Yeah. You know? So as you know, I will quote a book every episode Please, in understand. the four, in the four agreements
0: by Don Miguel Luis. Oh, Luis. I
1: just bought um, that. I haven't read Yes, yet. Yeah. I just bought it. Um,
0: So one of the things is it's, not about you if somebody is behaving a certain way 90 percent of the time it is something that is going on in their world and we need unless it's overt aggression Mm -hmm. it's probably not you I mean we we are living in a time where there's so many things that could be going on with somebody that you just do not know about and that compassion and that empathy of just like allowing and just being like okay this is who they are. This is who I am. It's probably not about me. Yeah. I I, I have to lean on that a lot because as a formerly very self-conscious person, um, and still sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, I need to remind myself of that a lot. So this is me reminding you. You can hear a little Manda voice in your head if you want. Like, it's probably not about you. Yeah. But if it is about you, I'm sure you can find your way around it. Um, another thing that came into my mind when you were saying that is even – if people are for you, that doesn't mean they have to be like you. That does okay. not mean they have to be similar to you. Like I'm saying like I'm this weirdo who loves like video games and vampires and you know, all, all these things. But that does not mean that the people I'm friends with necessarily like those things. It's just that they like me. Right. And they like and they accept and they like that I like those things. Mm-hmm. They're supportive. And, don't, and don't feel like I need to fit into a different box. Right.
1: Yeah, that's really important to remember yeah. too.
0: Yeah. You don't need uh, just a circle of yes men. <laughs> right. You know, But I mean, of course, it is nice when when somebody is like, oh, my God, I love that, too. And you can geek out together. That's always like <laughs> a joy, an absolute joy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that I think that this happens energetically, too. And, you know, Megan, I remember one time there was somebody I just really wanted to be friends with. And I didn't know why <laughs> I just really wanted to be friends with this girl. You know, and I told you about this awkward interaction we had and you were just like it's not you it's an energy thing like it's her energy and your energy it's not that she doesn't like you she's just not for you and, and like I felt like a huge weight was lifted and I was like you're right and and you know I I don't even let that cross my mind anymore
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's so freeing to be like well it's kind of what you said earlier knowing what's in your control and what's out of your control um other people's yeah. perception of me is completely out of my control Right. So All I can do is be who I am. And that's why it's really important to know who you are (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, and love who you are. And if there are things you don't love about yourself, work on them, make them better. Like you can do that. You know, we all have the capacity to change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's freeing to just be like, I don't need to be any, and, and it helps you like. You don't have to worry about what to wear because you wear what you want. Yes. yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say because you say what you believe. When you free yourself of this whole idea of like, I have to be this. I have to live up to that standard. It frees you to be the person you are. Let those people into your life and never
1: look back. Right. Never. And I mean, again, this specifically says this card wants you to stop wearing masks and to be your authentic and imperfect self you are about to be resurrected into the next version of yourself. So like, we know it's not easy, especially if you're Uh, used to wearing a mask, suddenly taking that off and being like, this is who I really am. (laughs) Love it or leave it. It's hard. Cause there will be some people who are like, Oh, you're not going to be my uh, yes man anymore. Or you're not going to, you know, they're (laughs) like, no, actually I, you know, we got to have some tough conversations or I'm just going to be who I am in spite of who you are or whatever. Um, and that's important to do because it helps you move forward. You're not here just to help everybody else feel better about themselves. Like you got to learn and grow.
0: Right. Right. I mean, if, if, if we're not changing, you know, it's kind of stagnant. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I, I think that intellectual curiosity is one of the most important things um, in life. I think that we always have to be wanting to know more. And if we don't have that, I don't know. I can't imagine not wanting to explore, especially something as complicated as myself and my identity and, and who I am. You know, it's it's really nice because um, I think back to when, when I met my husband. So my husband and I, um, we went to high school together, but it was not a big school, but we had never really talked. Mm-hmm. So he was a year older than me. Each of our grades were about 100 kids each. Um, so I knew who he was. I always thought he was super cute. Um, but we didn't start talking until college when uh our sisters grew up as friends and uh one day they sort of uh, we just sort of all hung out sort of almost accidentally and um my first conversation with bg my husband was i, I was like i knew that he worked at a, at a video game store and i had said like oh um i heard the playstation 2 is going to be backward compatible i was so excited about it and um his face just sort of lit up in a way like oh yeah. and so I, I had i had no um it's funny you know I can tell the extended version of this because I do find it entertaining. So it's our um, podcast. We get to say whatever we want. Yes. Oh my God. This is great. <laughs> so um <laughs> at the time in my life when I met my husband, I was in college, and I was working at the Rainforest Cafe. I don't know if anybody has ever yes. heard of that. But it is a giant theme restaurant where the waiters wear like horrible ranger uniforms, like a park ranger and there are aquariums and there are animatronic animals and it's uh it's like a family restaurant so the night that i sort of met him formally because like i said i'd I'd gone to high school with him but never talked to him i had just gotten off a shift at rainforest cafe i was a waitress i smelled like pot roast (laughs) i was wearing a ranger uniform my hair was just like slick and smelled like aquarium and I was not feeling hot. So <laughs> when I ran into him, um, I was in no way ready to go into like full flirt mode. Like he's gorgeous, but I was like, n- I was like, look at me. I smell like I have pot roast stains on my shirt. I'm dressed like a, a park ranger yeah. and just no. So it didn't even occur to me to like be cute and flirty. <laughs> so I was just like yes. my my ridiculous self, and you know, we got to talking about video games and like all these things. And I, because it didn't even occur to me that like he could be a prospect of somebody who I would date. I was totally myself, like no mask at all. Point where like, like looking back, I was like, wow, I just gave zero f's about that about my appearance <laughs> at that time. Um, so the next day when he called me to go see a movie, I was like. Yeah, sure. And then I hung up and called my best friend. I'm like, Katie, you're not gonna believe this, but and, and she was like, Really? Like and I'm not you know, I'm not kidding, but like to go back to cliches, like he was literally the prom king. Like he was his own grades prom king. And I was like a quiet weirdo who never spoke in class. <laughs> and so it's a lot for like a couple of years after we started dating, we would run into people from our hometown and they would just like have that sort of like look like, huh? <laughs> you too oh. I, did, I did not see this one coming yeah. and um so i always found that kind of amusing but it's it's a testament to when you are yourself you open up to opportunities that you would not know were there like prom kings Absolutely. <laughs> like kings. yeah yeah i think
1: that's great i love that story you told me before and i loved it it's a cute story I like yeah it. it's a good one but yeah so i think you know i think This week's card kind of goes along with the ones we've been drawing the past few weeks that are all about, like, staying strong, being true to yourself, understanding where you can make an impact and where you can't, you know, Mm -hmm. making boundaries for yourself where you need to so that you'll be able to be impactful in other places. Like, this is all coming together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean...
0: I honestly think it might be fun if we drew each card or like found a card from every episode and put them all together to see the full picture. Oh, I agree. I think that that might be really cool. Yeah. Um, and we are approaching um, a thousand downloads and I'm really excited oh, about that. Awesome. And I feel like, yeah. um, you know, I'm not like a huge numbers person, but seeing that that many people, and actually um, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be bigger than that. But, um, it just, it just warms my heart that people are listening. And even if we don't hear from you, you know, to, to imagine that these cards impact in your lives, it just,
1: it gives me warm tingly. Yeah, me too. Thanks guys. (laughs) And you know, if you are listening and you're enjoying it, please share, talk about it on social media, tell your friends about it. Um, And again, it's not really about the numbers. Like you said, like, I don't care. I never pay attention to that kind of stuff. I didn't even know we were close to a thousand downloads, but I just, I like the idea that, we can kind of get this message out to more and more people. Yeah.
0: yeah. Me me too. Me too. So share this. If you like it, please, please,
1: please share it because you never know what a card could say to somebody when they really need it. Yeah. No kidding. I've gotten so many great messages from people who are like, you know, they might be a few episodes behind, but even that card, they were like, Oh, that, that was something that really made a difference. And I'm like, that's great. I love it. That's why we do this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And, and you, oh, of course. You so, much. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk again soon, everybody, yeah. and where uh,
1: stay in touch. I'm at Amanda S. Gardner. That was what I was going to ask you. Okay. I am Megan <laughs> underscore Whitmer. I'm like, hey, Amanda, where are you on Instagram? Okay. <laughs> where am I?
0: <laughs> um, All right. So you guys have a great week and send us all the messages. We love it. All them. right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.